from the PSIA AASI Mobile Studios at Loveland Ski Resort in Colorado. I'm George Thomas for First Chair. Now, you know you had a great clinic when you had a lot of fun. You got a lot of info to take back to your resort. You improved your teaching and you improved your skiing or riding. We had an awesome time at Loveland with Steve Edberg uh, during a clinic where we were touching on assessment standards. And here are some highlights. Now, we started out talking about learning outcomes, or LOs. Standards. So today, we're going to have a few LOs. One of them is we're going to share, if you want to, your experience last spring during the shutdown. If anybody has anything they want to share and bring into the group, please do. Whether it was um, not success or some success. I have some stuff to share later also. So that's one outcome I'd like to do today. Another one, I'd like us to share the language of the new national standards, okay? We're gonna work on that throughout the day, but without trying to stand in one spot too long. What we're also gonna do is deal with another piece of verbiage, the assessment criteria, which is pretty much how we score people in the future of the national standards. These are things we've been doing for the last 20 years, but we're just renaming and trying to get things consistent across national and then to the divisional level, okay? We're gonna work on the assessment criteria, the difference in the technical side between level one, level two, and level three, and what that means on the technical portion, which is skiing and movement analysis. Okay. And we're going to do that with each other throughout the day. Okay. Our last learning outcome is to stay safe and stay comfortable the whole day and not just physically. Okay. I need you. I want you to figure out ways that you feel comfortable throughout the day. And if it means that we have to separate so that you can pull your masks down to talk, I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm not a huge loud talker. So I tend to talk soft, like your friend Brad. Um, but I want us to participate, and I want you to ask questions if you need to. Now, Steve was a wealth of information, had a great group in our clinic. But one thing I really wanted to convey with this podcast was not just the information that Steve had, but I wanted you to get a feel of his class management because he was a superstar with that. Uh, we were on one run. That's all that was open. There were racers, there were skiers of all varying abilities. People were walking down with their equipment. Steve managed this class like a magician, and we were moving. We had a blast and learned a lot. Okay, keep your weight over your feet. Um, balance, and the way I like to look at it, guys, is that we like to balance along the length of the ski. That we don't need to isolate this place of our ski. We've got the whole ski to balance on. Give them the liberty to ski where they like to ski and where they maybe should ski. Okay, balance along the length of the ski. Let's do this. Let's all grab a partner. Would you be my partner? Cool. Let's all grab a partner. Gentlemen, you guys are gonna go together. Shannon, Nico, Irene and I. What we're gonna do this run, we're just gonna start watching each other ski. And we're gonna use a uh, kind of a, a basic short radius in the fall line turn. So we're gonna keep it in the fall line but we're gonna make a medium amount of turns, not using a lot of real estate left to right. And what I want you to do this first run is just kind of split the run up in two and just watch each other ski. Don't talk to each other about your skiing. 
just start to observe how does your partner ski? Okay? And I'm going to keep it really broad like that. Still focused on those basic five fundamentals. Don't give them feedback. This isn't a feedback loop. Watch them ski. So split the run up, leapfrog, however you guys want to do it, okay? So we skied with our partners. We skied two runs with our partners before we stopped again. And then Steve brought us together and he gave us a task. So the learning outcome, you guys, for a level one certified pro in that realm is for them to understand how the fundamentals work in isolation in one phase of the turn, okay? So now what I'd like you to do with your partner is go ahead and ski with them. And as you watch them, I want you to find one of those fundamentals that's really working for your partner. Let's not go into error detection, okay? This is not error detection, it is movement analysis. So I'd like you to find something, like, and I'm gonna use an example here with Irene. Irene has a really great ability to turn her legs independent of her upper body. When I watched her ski, that's what I noticed right away in that turn. That her body stayed very calm while her legs were very active beneath her. Okay? Now, if I wanted to isolate it to, to one phase of the turn, I would isolate it to the finish phase. Where at the finish of the turn, her legs were pointing one direction while her body was still facing down here. Okay? What I'd like you to do is go ahead with your partner Watch them ski and see if you can isolate one of those fundamentals in a single phase of the turn that is working for your partner, okay? And give them that feedback. Don't give them an entire novel on it. Just let them know, hey, I see this happening and I see it happening here, okay? I've already given mine to mine, so I'm already ahead of you, okay? What I'd like you to do is once again split the run up, uh, stay in that same realm, very fall line oriented, short turn, but not a lot of speed. Not worrying about uh, ski performance yet, mostly body performance here. And that's one of those things that level one, we can't try to create body performance and ski performance at the same time with them because they won't be successful, okay? We will regroup. Do you have a dog? And no, that was not an error. Steve actually asked if someone had a dog. What he did there was awesome because we were stopping up the top of the lift and it was getting crowded up there. There were a lot of people and of course we're trying to socially distance and also just have some room where we could spread out and talk about our task and our skiing. So what he did was extremely creative and fun. Uh, someone had a dog named King Solomon. So he named the part of the run where we had stopped that had a lot of room. No one was stopping there. And uh, that became King Solomon. And that's where we stopped every run. We would do our task for one, two, sometimes three runs. And then we'd all gather back up at King Solomon and have a chat. Cool. What I would just like to know is just one or two of you. Uh, George. Yes. Did you watch uh, Ray's original pizza ski? I just called you that, didn't I? <laughs> I just went there. Like, you ever been to New York? Remember Ray's original? Children's Clinic. <laughs> From New York. Did you watch Ray ski? Oh, yes. What did you, give us that one fundamental. He's a person who is really fun to watch ski and 
since he had talked about pressure along um, the length of the ski, yeah. he nailed it. I was watching the shaping phase of the turn, yeah. and it was beautiful to watch snow getting kicked up along the length of the ski. Very cool. So you saw him balance, not just at one point, but especially right here in that shaping phase, right in the middle of the ski. Yep. Cool. Now, did you look up his body to see how he was able to accomplish that? I stayed on his skis. You stayed on his feet and the ski performance. Yep. Awesome. Cool. Shannon, did you watch Mr. Pecori ski? I did. And what did give, just give us a little nugget. Uh, what I looked at was in the initiation of the yep. phase of the turn. I was looking at where he was at along the length of the ski. Yeah. And what I saw was he had forward engagement on the front of the ski. And I could see that because I could see that he had equal flex. And he was looking flexed in his ankles, knees, okay. and flexed in his waist. Awesome. And you told him this, right? Yes. Cool. It's really interesting because the feedback that I was just giving, I just kind of, it went into my brain here just on, along the catwalk and I could feel it even more from the feedback that I was given. And when I watched my partner ski, I had given her that feedback and it even got even more accurate because apparently when we think of things, we actually tend to do them a little bit more, okay? It's very important for these, uh, at this level one, for them to understand how to isolate that single fundamental in a single phase of the turn. Anything more than that is way too much for that level one brain. That's what's expected of them to understand at level one. Okay? Single fundamental in a, I can't do it with a minute, in a single phase of the turn. Okay? Yeah, he's got the gloves. I, I gave up gloves. He's got mittens. I gave up gloves years ago. Steve kept things so positive. It was our first run of the year for a lot of us, second day maybe for some, but uh, he was not looking for us to be critical at all. With what um, level one standard is, yes. single fundamental in a single phase of the turn. That goes for their scheme, that goes for their technical understanding and their movement analysis knowledge, okay? That's all we expect of them, okay? And it's also only for novice skiers. That's levels one through three. Not okay. Yeah, maybe four, but for the most part, we want to see that candidate's ability to understand that for beginning level skiers. From level one up to solid wedge turning skiers. And that's it. That's all we're expecting of a level one. Level two, we want to be able to talk about that same fundamental through all three phases of the turn and also from turn to turn. Okay. But they also need another fundamental. They don't have to be uh, blended or combined, but they need to be able to describe a second fundamental. Okay. So now let's go ahead and just go in with your partner. Let's stay with our same partners. I don't like switching around. We get used to each other's kind of speed and stuff. Let's go ahead and watch that same partner. Go ahead, leapfrog however you want to do it. Follow each other. That's what Irene and I have been doing. It works out pretty good. Be conscious of the traffic conscious of each other same kind of fall line short basic turn and look for another fundamental in your skier okay doesn't matter what it is okay I had rotation with Irene so I'm not even gonna predetermine what I'm gonna look at I'm just gonna watch her ski and find one that I can observe in her ski okay 
Once again, we're going to keep it straightforward and simple. It's early season. We want to start training ourselves and our eye to start watching Stephen. Let's not get too intense over it. As you can tell, it was a bit windy that day. We had quite a few gusts, uh, but overall it was an incredibly gorgeous day and amazing to be out on the hill sliding. Was everybody able to uh, discover a second fundamental that their skier was using? Yes. Okay, now, we all know that all these fundamentals are happening all the time. It's our ability to recognize and observe them, which is important for us as educators, okay? And our ability to help these cert candidates figure out how to isolate them also but them to remember that all these fundamentals are happening at once if you're not turning your skis it's really hard to put them on edge so all those things are interconnected but at level two we are not really blending those fundamentals yet okay they are still separate but we want them to be able to watch them from phase from initiation to shaping to finish and from turn to turn, okay? And they need to be able to recognize minimum of two fundamentals at level two, okay? Here's my thought. Do you think we should be able to go inside? Did you guys go inside yesterday? Yeah. I brought my lunch, but I can grab my lunch from my car. Did everybody else bring a lunch or? Why don't we do this? Let's make this run. Let's find a place inside if everybody's comfortable with that. And what I'd like, does everybody have a smartphone? Yeah. Perfect. I'd like to show you guys how to find the new Alpine standards on the website. Awesome. Okay. They do have, have Wi-Fi in here, so we should be able to do that. But that way you can bring it up on your phone and we can all be looking at the same verbiage. So we went inside and had lunch, socially distanced, and actually had a good conversation. Wasn't able to record because we were so spread apart. However... I wanted to keep this in because, as I said at the beginning, I wanted you to get an overall feel of the clinic. I really felt that Steve's class management was incredible and something that we could all learn from. And I loved that before we went in for a lunch break, he really checked the comfort level of the group. A lot of people were eating in their cars and not going inside, but as a whole, we felt good and uh, safe going indoors. So it was a really wonderful lesson. And I hope you got some good information out of this, but also just a good sense of some great class handling. From the PSIA ASI Mobile Studios at Loveland Resort in Colorado, I'm George Thomas.